Welcome back, BVB Army, to another episode of BVB Army Hearts to Hearts. My name is Nicole. I am Ruth. And it is officially, B- well, okay, it's not officially BVB Day. <laughs> BVB Day is going to be coming this Saturday, June 17th. But we are here today filming for BVB Day with these lovely fans. If you guys would please love to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Kaz. I'm Kata. Howdy ho, everybody. How's it going? My name is Ian, and this is my dear friend, Mr. Parker. Yes, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, For anyone who's watching or listening, we did have more fans sign up for this episode, but due to certain things, they were unavailable to make it. So uh, we have these three lovely fans. So thank you guys for coming on and discussing, of course, this amazing, beautiful album, We Stitch These Wounds With Us. But before we get into the album, I want to know your thoughts and opinions on the new cover, Temple of I love it so f***ing much. It gives me an artistic <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, I'm right there with you. I grew up listening to Sisters of Mercy. I grew up listening to Black Veil Brides. And so finally kind of seeing them come together, it's just priceless to me. I love it. Yeah, dude, that intro, oh yeah, it kind of made me splooge a little bit when I heard it. I'm not going to lie to you. And dude, Ville Laval, the the lead singer of uh, him, he yeah. is mysterious. Yes. 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 Dude, like, that whole, I know they, BBB exclusively posted the music video on, I think it was just TikTok, right? Because they didn't post, well, I guess Andy did post on his, oh, like, I guess it's on TikTok and Instagram. There you go. Just hearing the intro with the organ, I want to say that was Jinx playing, but chill. Oh, I loved it so much. All, all the whole song is so good. Did you guys also like catch like just how different Andy's voice sounded? Like for a second, I'm not even gonna lie, it didn't sound like him. I I was like, whoa! Like I was trying to figure out which voice was Andy's for a second. I was like, wait, this kind of sounds like him, but a little more polished. Like he's been. It's more Finnish, you might say. (laughs) technically he's german heritage so but the whole temple of love cover they did an amazing i'm really hoping they do play it here for the upcoming tours especially for the hellstorm and bvb at the uk kata for you so yeah (laughs) germany (laughs) i think it's amazing and i think um i did uh going back to like the andy voice and how he kind of did his scream in that intro i did see somewhere on tiktok someone did a comparison perfect weapon music video when he did that iconic scream they were doing mm-hmm. comparison of that scream to now this scream <laughs> yes he's improved so much it's really refreshing to hear him do harsh vocals again because he kind of cut back a little bit on that with the fan of tomorrow and um the morning see and i liked yeah. when i liked the little bit of orchestral rock thrown in there but it is nice to kind of go back to the roots even if it's not entirely even if it's just a little bit of a touch of the old sound that they held right just a little um what's what's the word a salute to the the old generation yes i 100 percent agree with that i am really hoping they play it live because they just need to bring vv out because they're touring with him i'm like just i know come out come out i'm just saying to hear that scream live too oh so (laughs) everyone sploosh (laughs) for this episode bbb army for our bbb month and our show we are going to dive into the one and only og we stitch these wounds album the first album they came out with going back to the album that started it all 
started it all. And here's a real, real recap of it. So this album came out on July 20th, 2010. That was, uh, they went through the standby records that was released through 2010. Don't you feel so old? So July 20th is my birthday, and the fact that they released it on the 20th, that's sick. <laughs> that's so amazing. It feels like it's so much older than it actually is. It feels a little more yeah. nostalgic. Out of curiosity, though, I know it came out in July. Did it, Was there anyone here that actually, like, heard and found the album in July of that year? Or, because I, I, I didn't find the album until, like, or the songs until September of that year. I, uh, I I found the album in July. Um, I was making regular trips to Hot Topic at the time. <laughs> so they were playing, it was actually, they were playing Knives and Pins year, like the year before. I was like, this is cool. This is awesome. And they remembered and they said, hey, we have this CD and handed it to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up buying it like that month or the next month. That's so cool. That's fire. <laughs> and knives and pens obviously the music video i think i i didn't get the album on release date i think i got it september as well in hot topic <laughs> why are we so in sync ruth <laughs> that's call. we just have to accept the fact it's just us now I know. I, uh, <laughs> oh my god it's almost like we're best friends oh my god we are us best friends what <laughs> are you even two people are you sure isn't this just like an projection of some sorts I it's a simulation know. inside of a simulation inside <laughs> of a simulation oh God, let's, not, let's not go there my brain hurts already <laughs> so let's just head off with the first question that we have for this when it comes to this album is what was your first impression of this album i got to know that album only like when i got to know bbb so like late 2014 early 2015 so I was just entering into it. I was still used to like Michael Jackson and One Direction. And so <laughs> I heard <laughs> I heard Blackboard Brides for the first time and I really had to get used to the heaviness of it. <laughs> I got I had to get used to the screams, but I really, really loved like the double guitars. And I just thought to myself, oh my God, this is so amazing. And the album cover was so beautiful. I just love it so much. And also, um, I listened to the to the lyrics and I had to really <laughs> try to understand what Andy means because he uses such big words and I appreciate that. But sometimes I really have to get into it. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember my first impression of it was it sounding not identical, but similar to the stuff that my mom used to play for me when I was younger and would have to listen to her music. Stuff from like the late 80s, early 90s rock genre. And I liked it, but it also sounded newer, more akin to my tastes. Um, I was just getting into Asking Alexandria and Dance Camera Dance and like a bunch of these like either smaller or just getting on the scene bands that typically toured. And Black Veil Bride just ended up popping up. And when I first heard the album, I, I had never heard anything like it. it. I was awestruck completely. It was as if all of my little preteen angst was manifested into an album yes. specifically like designated for me. It was weird. Yes, same. <laughs> I got into them in 2014 and I actually started with BBB4 
and then kind of like worked my way album to album. It wasn't until I was about, oh gosh, I want to say 18 or 19, we took a trip to California as a family and I downloaded on Spotify We Stitch for the plane ride. And I went track by track and then I looked at the album. The album cover is sick. It's like so like dark and then i mean in high school perfect weapon was my favorite music video for that album it was so like it just for lack of a better term kick ass but obviously my favorite music video is the legacy and that didn't come out until set the world on fire but perfect weapon i mean jesus christ it just that skeleton from start to finish is just fantastic the album itself is fantastic and I didn't really figure out. It, it's kind of weird. I thought I heard every song, every song, every album. It wasn't until I was on the plane that I started going through song to song that I saw Beautiful Remains. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Where did this come from? And I listened to it and I'm like, this is awesome. This is pretty <laughs> cool. And Carolyn is such a beautiful way to finish the album. Yeah, I agree with that. I That's one of my favorite songs on the album is Carolyn. So I'm kind of in the same boat like Hata. So we switched these boats. I didn't get until like September, but obviously I heard Knives and Pens before the album was produced and let alone released. Um, so I came from a world pop so i listened to like britney spears lady gaga beyonce <laughs> and i was really involved with the hispanic latin community so my oh, my first artist crush ricky martin <laughs> so, <laughs> so i was really dived into the pop and a little bit of the r&b too so when i heard knives and pens and found out this band blackville brides was coming with their first album we stitched these wounds i'm like okay so that was my introduction to the rock genre i had no experience with screams or anything or those amazing riffs of the guitars or drums so like i obviously i was aware of the rock genre but i just wasn't really involved or educated <laughs> in the rock genre so when i got the album i think i even i want i can't remember because i know was the album also on iTunes, Nicole? I can't remember. I think it might have been. I said I didn't have iTunes, but I would assume it was. <laughs> I want to say it was on iTunes because I still have it on my iTunes account on my phone. I think I downloaded all the songs there and got the album. And so I listened to it. Obviously, The Outcast with Andy's uh, grandpa saying the, those words to us. And then it goes to We Stitch These Bones. I was just like... <sighs> chills everywhere and just everything and it is obviously going listening and listening and listening and i'm just like these are amazing like so i will admit andy i apologize andy <laughs> that sometimes your screams like caught me off guard that i was like whoa and i wasn't <laughs> expecting it because again i was very new to the rock genre in like as you could say screamo part of it so i just wasn't expecting it but i'm very grateful andy that i could un at least understand what words you were singing slash screaming because in other songs i'm like what in the world are they trying to say i can't hear at least a vowel or a sound it's like that's all i hear so i do appreciate you andy that i can actually understand what you were screaming so but I just, yeah. I love the whole album honestly because it was an introduction it obviously fed into this lovely healthy obsession of Black Bill Bryce <laughs> so. uh, I just wanted to say that I have a playlist uh, with like We Stitch These Wounds when I 
I recreated a playlist that I had like back when I discovered BBB and I called it. Uh, my playlist was is called I'm 16 and angrily riding the bus to school. And I think that We Stitched These Wounds, the whole album really encapsulated that, what I was feeling that's, back then. And that's why I felt so like comfortable with BBB. And that's why I like them so much. To kind of branch off what Ruth said, it wasn't until high school, Blackville Brides popped my like, punk rock metal emo cherry like i didn't know what that was until i heard knives and pens and saw the video because this kid in my trumpet section uh always wore a black bill shirt and i'm like huh you know kind of want to check this out looks kind of cool and then rest is history so honestly like my first impressions with the we stitch these wounds album like i was completely starstruck like i found knives the song knives and pens in september i didn't actually like get the album until october on my birthday my mom surprised me with it um which just made me happy because she just knew how much i loved them right away um but of course i did listen to the album in full on youtube uh, in September, I grew up listening to like Metallica, Poison, Guns N' Roses, and Billy Idol. So, Hell, um, as much as I loved all those bands and and songs, like music still wasn't like a big part of my life. So when I did hear Knives and Pens, I mean, of course, I, I completely fell in love with it, and I I definitely agree with you, Cass. How like that angsty teen that we we were, like it really just make it hits you right in the feels, and you feel everything that he is singing like those are the emotions that we were all feeling going through high school and yeah. but it was kind of my fear was just like has it you know for me anytime I heard any kind of bands I always heard like the uh the singles that came out the the catchy singles that is going to get everyone in love but then you listen to like the rest of the album and you don't really care for like any other songs that was my fear I was like oh my gosh like I love this song so when it came to listening to the album I thought am I going to hate it? But I completely just, I fell in love with it. It was something like I had never heard before. And I was still trying to figure out who I was when I was growing up. I, I, you know, I didn't have any kind of style. I didn't really have like anything that I truly loved or enjoyed. I just was kind of, I felt like I was just floating around here. And the We Stitch These Wounds album definitely like grabbed me by the throat and in like the best way possible because it it really helped to create like the person that I am today like that album is just so incredible and I really do think without it I would not be the person that I am that album is just miracle work and I, I will say it is a no skip album all their albums are no, no skips yep. but that's what I really do enjoy about Black Veil Brides is I can put on an album and be hey i love every song i'm gonna listen to it from start to finish any any other album or bands if i listen to it i do skip songs or so i mean that's what i really love about black Bill bride so yeah the album my first impressions i was starstruck i completely fell in love i like that we all kind of have similar feelings about like that bvb kind of like caught us where we were like just feeling kind of alone, at least for me. And it just felt like a warm hug with music. And it was pretty, it was beautiful. We were angry. I believe the band came into, everybody who's a fan of this band came across it when they needed to. Everyone who's into this genre of music who doesn't like the band came across it at the wrong point in time in their life. 
Yeah. I yeah. 100% agree with that statement. I couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> Everyone probably feels this way, but it does something for me personally that no other freaking band can do. No other band can do it for me like Black Veil. And yeah, it sucks because the only genuine friend of mine who actually thoroughly enjoys rocking out to Black Veil with me, it's my roommate. It's my college roommate, Evan, who was like, bro, I love Black Veil Brides. I used to listen to them and play Assassin's Creed when I was like younger growing up. And I was like, what? You like Black Veil? Dude, that's sick. I They're my favorite freaking band. So we actually also would love to know what is your guys' favorite song off the We Stitch These Wounds album and why? I, I've already kind of pointed out mine is Carolyn. It's a song that when I first heard it, I kind of had a moment, almost an epiphany, uh, was in a very bad place and it kind of immediately brought me out of it and it became my security blanket. That was the song I would go back to and always listen to whenever I needed that pick me up. Still is to date, but uh, also perfect weapon because of that angsty, (laughs) uh, grungy, very, very much Motorhead meets Motley Crue meets you don't even know what you're getting into vibes <laughs> yeah i totally agree with that vibe definitely my favorite song um <laughs> is uh probably we stitch these wounds i think because i kind of try to remember like what my first impressions were when i listened to the songs and i think i like that the most because it has like i don't know it has such a cool melody i think And it felt kind of, I don't know, kind of magical when I listened to it for the first time. It's just, it's the vibe. I can't really explain it. It's so cool, though. But I also really, really loved The Mortician's Daughter. Um, I know that, like, it's not very current anymore for Andy. But back then, I just found it so beautiful. Like, even before I knew anything about him or the band or anything, I just thought that the lyrics were just so beautiful and so like, I don't know, like genuine. And I really like that. These are all so solid. Oh gosh. To be fair, all the songs are solid answers. They are. And <laughs> yes. dude, I loved I love both of your answers, ladies. I really do. And um gosh, I, you know, Carolyn is like so it is a security blanket. Like if you need a hug and you don't have anybody there. It's a security blanket. And the mortician's daughter, I'm convinced, regardless who I marry in this life, we're going to slow dance to the mortician's daughter. We're going to. Which version? At our wedding. Lyrical or Jinx's version? Ah, Jinx's version. You know what? Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> if I had to pick a song, honestly, I'd have to give it to Knives and Pens. I know that's such a basic, uh, that's such a basic answer for like so many people but like it is the song that started everything all of the cool all the like crazy opportunities i've had all the cool shows the music the person the core essence of who i am as a human being to this day is because that split second in my room at 14 years old sat down on bed one day and listened to knives and pens and since then everything has changed for the better so i'd have to give it to knives and pens so my favorite song off the album is sweet blasphemy and honestly like it is just a really 
beautiful song. And like, as you said, Kata, like when you're listening to Andy's songs, like the lyrics, such big word choices that half the time, like for me growing up, I did not know what any of it meant. So like there, I would have to like sit here and Google these words. Same. But Sweet Blasphemy <laughs> is honestly, it was my high school anthem because growing up um, and finally like coming into the style that I am, I really did feel like an outcast. I didn't have many friends growing up. Um, I was kind of a loner all the time. So that song just spoke to me in so many ways that like no other artist or songs could. That was a song I know for a fact that I would put on repeat every single morning on the bus as I'm going to school. I mean, I listened to all the songs from the album in general but sweet blasphemy was the specifically i would put it on repeat because it, it it just it it comforted me when i was at school because i truly did feel like i was alone and that i didn't have anyone and i know i know i had like my husband who was my boyfriend during school like obviously i know i had him and it was it was wonderful that i could share uh black Veil brides music with him and, and that was absolutely incredible. But, you know, even when you do have someone, sometimes you still do feel really alone. And so like that song just meant a lot to me because I, I did feel like an outcast. And I, whenever I listened to that song, um, I didn't feel that way anymore. I felt like I did have like a purpose and that one day I was going to figure it out. I know we say it, all the songs are awesome. It's hard to pinpoint it. But for me, I would have to say Never Given. It's one of my favorite songs from this album, just because uh, I high school, getting into this rock in, um, industry, rock genre, I should say, and everything else. So like, yeah, I got picked on because my friends saw this sudden change in me. It's like, why are you listening to rock? What happened to these other artists and stuff? So they started picking me on that and teasing me and stuff. I had one classmate even told me like, uh, what I can't remember her exact words but like she's like you can't pull off black you can't pull off these other things and I was just like off. <laughs> so I know I was going through a lot my high school years with my childhood trauma and everything else there were a lot of days that I didn't want to deal with life I didn't want to like deal with the world and stuff so when I I obviously listened to the whole album but never give in just having Andy say never give in like seeing all the chorus parts of it like it just gave me like okay don't give up keep going through make it another day you are doing this keep going keep going keep going it's almost like a pep talk for the day it's like go you got this you got this like go 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 and when there were the days where I was just like done like I didn't want to deal with anything I would just play that song for a couple of times on repeat I'm like okay I can go through it I can go through math class in high school or whatever and anything else outside of school work and I did it and I was always I at the end of the day I was like yeah, I know it's a song. It's a silly, well, in my head, again, I was like, I know it's a silly song, but it meant a lot. I needed that pep talk for me to get through these rough days in my high school years. So <laughs> but let's face it, guys, like we were all going through our tough times in high school. And even still now with life, life is life. Adult seems hard at times. Let's face it. It's just how it is. But like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those <sighs> people in our high school years, our classmates who bullied us, teased us, telling that, oh, BBB will never notice you. Oh, it's just a phase it's just a band they're nothing special get over yourself and anything why are you supporting them weirdos email you're in a cult all those fun things they would tell us I mean I would because I have my high school reunion this summer and I'm thinking like if I go to it they're going to be like she's still the same but like 
she never that's her and stuff and I'm like because a lot of my classmates that I see now are just like I don't mean this in the wrong way I feel like they're living boring lives honestly yes, right yes I fucking yes. are yes they are well we are being who we are supporting this band this band has given us so much to make our lives exciting and communicate with all the army these people in different continents and everything it's just like our lives are exciting because of this band and like all the other people who poked fun us like work a standard retail job or something and they're just like bored with their lives because they have to they're following the rules of society i think so yeah i would say we're all staying true to ourselves and they're doing what they think society expects of them and i mean i've always grown up with the opinion of society's opinion the only opinion that counts is your own and if i'm happy with myself and somebody else says well you should do this well, you should mind your own business. Um, our last question is, we all know what our favorite songs are, but is there a song from this album that you would just love and maybe sell Kidney for to hear live for the first time ever? <laughs> I don't know if they've played it live, probably generally. I'm not sure if I've seen it live, but I would love to see Never Give In because, boy... Like the the even just the beginning, it's so pretty. It's so good. Like I will admit, I don't mean to make anyone jealous here, but I the first concert I saw was the Pins and Needles Store when their first album came out. That's the song they opened with, and I'm just I'm literally screaming my head off because I was like 15 years old watching that. And- <laughs> the jelly, <laughs> the jelly. <laughs> so nice. I, uh... I haven't personally gotten to see, I think they've played it a few times live. I'm not really sure, but I would love to catch Children Surrender. Mm-hmm. I, in all of my shows, I have not once heard them perform that song. And that's a high count. So it feels, it feels weird. And it's another one of those ones that felt like a cornerstone of that album. It was a very much a gateway on that album. The in-between tour, I don't remember if they played this or not. Did they do Heaven's Calling? I don't think they did. No, I don't think they did. I think think Heaven's Calling would be my thing. Uh, That or Carolyn or the Matician's Daughter. But Heaven's Calling is number one because of that wicked, crazy guitar solo. And then... The very beginning when CC just bangs on the drums is pretty sick too. Probably Heaven's Calling. That'd be cool. I remember seeing that like uh, when they did the Restitch These Wounds, like the concert where they played the whole album. The remake, yeah, the 10 year anniversary. I like, remember. Yeah, for any fans who got tickets, like online tickets, because this was during the pandemic year. So mm-hmm. they released the We Restitch These Wounds and stuff. We Stitch. Um, they play that whole album like live for us virtually. It was amazing. So many tears came off, but like, same, yeah. I wish they had that axable. I know they had left it up for like 24 hours and then it was gone. I miss it so much because I need to hear those songs now. And yeah. <laughs> yes. But I really want to hear Beautiful Remains again live. <laughs> it's, I think they played it in London. I think it was so beautiful. Lucky for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think they played Beautiful Remains on the in-between tour, didn't they? I think My dog said yes, so I can't remember I'm like almost 90% sure they did, but don't quote me on that 
I can't remember. I didn't get a oh, set list in that tour. Did they, Nicole? I can't remember. Mine was acoustic know. for the in-between tour, so. Never mind. Yeah, I got oh, the wait acoustic a minute. set. They did play Perfect Weapon, and that was fun. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they tend to play Perfect Weapon, Knives and Pens from We. So technically speaking, I have heard them play every song from the We Stitch These Wounds album live because when I went to the AP tour, that was the only album they had out. So they played every song except for two, which was The Mortician's Daughter and Carolyn. So for, for me, I would personally love to hear one of those two songs live. Obviously, if they were to play Mortician's Daughter, it would be Jinx's Overture, which I ain't hating. Like, I would love to hear that live. But it's it's one of those two songs that I would love to hear. Yes, I agree with you. I mean, right, Carolyn, right. though, I would love to hear Carolyn because we all know the story behind that song because of Jake's mom and everything. So, like, I even Jake has, I swear, Jake, stop teasing us on your Twitch streams. You keep hinting that you're going to play Carolyn. You keep telling us it's coming soon. Trevor! But <laughs> soon. I hate that word. I you love it. Love I hate it. <laughs> you have ruined the word soon for me. You have made that into a trigger word for me now. Yeah. <laughs> Or like Andy on, on the Andy show with things that we can't talk about. Oh my gosh. Always, always. Yeah, we're doing this. I can't talk about that. <laughs> soon, soon, soon. We can't talk about it soon. I don't know what you're talking about, Joe. I I, I have no recollection of that. <laughs> yeah, no. They enjoy teasing us. They love it. I mean, since there's only three of us, I would like to give like one bonus question here i mean for this album yes we got the knives and pen music video for their first release from this album but we also got perfect weapon <laughs> how was that music video for you guys because i'm just saying when i first saw that music video, i love what they did with the sounds with like a putting on the makeup the cigarette andy would smoke that long poof <laughs> out and everything but i wanted to be in that crowd so bad with their shirts, the war pin and everything. And just like, I wanted to be in there. And that's still the one music video I wanted to be a part of if I could, so. Yeah, I, I absolutely, I definitely wish I could have been a part of it. Would have if I could have 100%. I remember watching the music video and the the clip in the beginning where his grandfather is speaking. Oh yeah. The, the his grandfather, that leading into the music just that lead up was what gave me chills and sold me. I was like, all right, well, I'm in love with this band now. They are my children. <laughs> yes, I yeah. swear. I tell you what, man, that you you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, that's just such a nice way to open up a song. I mean, the whole video from start to finish is just hot topic, emo, goth, in a nutshell, <laughs> paired with metal and rock and roll. I mean, dude, it's just... It's one of my favorite music videos next to the Legacy Perfect Weapons number two for me. I remember watching the music video for the first time and I think it's the Perfect Weapon music video where there's this uh, like figure in the background, I think. The skeleton. Or am I, am I confusing? Uh, there's a lot of figures in a lot of music videos. So... <laughs> yeah, sure. But I do remember watching it and uh, it was still in my early fandom and I kept like, I found it so interesting, like how, like Andy does these crazy eyes. I'm just calling them to the camera and I'm like, ah. <laughs> but also I do remember the eyes, the blue, blue eyes. eyes. I was like, this yeah. can't be real. Those I can't be real. Like they're fake, but I, 
Oh my god. They're too blue. They're too blue. They're too purple. They were they were probably edited post-production, but like, no, those are his real eyes. I found that that video Hot Topic did at some point, like uh, when people look at you with blue eyes, and it's like, and then there's this picture of Andy just like. <laughs> and it feels like that. Um, <laughs> I'm very much like on board with you guys with the entire like build up to Perfect Weapon. I absolutely loved that. But what I also really enjoyed about the Perfect Weapon music video was the colors were aesthetically pleasing. The black and gold. I was completely in love with the, the the use of lighting and the colors that they used. And I obviously wish I was a part of that music video. <laughs> oh, well, do you, let's face it. Oh, those lucky ducks in that music video. <laughs> when they were filming they, that music video. Had no clue. Some of them probably were like, oh, I just have this background gig for this music video. Okay. I want to meet someone, one of those kids or children or now adults now who was in that music video. I was like, how was it? you guys and and where are you now where are you now when you were saying the black and gold together i totally agree i love that so much and i have a t-shirt my dresser is next to me <laughs> uh, i have a t-shirt that i love so much because it's very like old school. is it what i think it is oh, oh yeah i have that oh, i love so that cool. that's pretty cool it's so pretty, and it's one of my favorite t-shirts. No, the whole color scheme they had for this album was mm, beautiful. The cover album, Richard Villa painted that. I think that was the coolest cover ever, because I've never seen a cover like that before, ever. Yes. Right. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to like... I don't have it. I'm not in my normal setting, so I don't have any of my albums right now. Like, I have... what I really love with the cover, though, is like all the <gasps> eyes painted like on the side of him I, I to me when i first saw it i kept thinking it was like peacock feathers with eyes Same. Same. and then i looked at it and i was like oh god that's not <laughs> i know there's some type i know the andy with the stitch was based on a photo that he posed for richard and obviously richard painted the more gory stitch on him but like the feather eye peacock whatever thing i love it it looks so cool i want to know if there was a story behind that or not i'm curious richard i don't know if you ever are watch going to watch this i would love to talk to you sir but i just want to know about that part yes or chris if you know that let us know anyone you think chris of all people would probably know that (laughs) Any last bonus questions from you, Nicole? Sorry, I just threw one in. I mean, like, I might... Okay, I got one last bonus okay. question then. I know that We Stitch These Wounds has... is It's came out a long time ago. But if they had the option to go back and make a music video for one oh. of the songs on there, which one would you love to see a music video for? I won't lie. As much as I love Sweet Blasphemy, I would love to see a music video for Never Given. Just Same. because I am in love with that beginning guitar. Same. I want to know how they would get Never that in given. There. I need a music video for Never yeah. Given. Black and white with some gold accents here and there. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, make it very much like Sin City, but take the red and replace yes. it with the gold. Yes. Oh, I love Sin City. Yes. That's a good movie. Uh, never Given. Mm-hmm. That's my yep. Never Given. Never Given. Never Given. Never Given. 
when you can, maybe for the 20th anniversary, I don't know, do a Never Given music video and have Lonnie and Cece and everything and like some gold accents here and there. And if you need any fans in the background, if you need background, hit us up, hit us up. Yeah, right here. <laughs> I mean, just thank you guys again for being a part of this episode. We really do appreciate it. And we loved hearing, you know, your first impressions and thoughts on the We Still Choose Wounds album. And honestly, BVB Day is approaching us. We cannot wait to see what Black Brides has in store for us. Obviously, BBB Day is this coming Saturday, International Black Girl Brides Day to celebrate all of their amazing success. And also, Nicole, I don't this episode's uploaded before the deadline for the thing i don't know yes this episode will be uploaded literally the day before the deadline for everyone to like send us your photos of you wearing war paint or just any black bride merchandise in general and i was about to say everyone on june 17th we will be releasing a compilation video of all you guys that sent in your photos so be on the lookout for that on our youtube channel yes, you i can. think we're also going to post it on tiktok aren't we as much as we can as much as it will yes. allow yes BBV <laughs> army please send in your last your last minute photos of wearing your bbv outfit slash war paint to our twitter account please if you do not have a twitter account you can find nicole and i on instagram and dm our your photos or videos if you have a video too to us we are posting that on saturday you get two videos this week guys yes <laughs> once again thank you guys for coming on to discuss we stitch these album um, we stitch these album <laughs> we, we stitched all of the albums together. all of them together <laughs> into one quilt we stitched yes. moon album the og album that black brides came out with their very first ever album to for us army and stuff it was genuinely an amazing album still is today and everything please bbb army go give these fans a follow on their social media accounts all of their social media accounts will be listed below we are obviously you'll see us again on bbb day on our channel and again yes we'll have another episode on wednesday with continue on bbb month that is our annual bbb drawing challenge number Ooh, and we do have a twist there once again. It is not the same twist like last year. Last year was I'm pretty scared. Fun. Oh, pick me up. We will have Tata and Ian joining us next week for that too. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Please go follow our social media links. You can find us on all streaming platforms for our podcast, of course. So hit the subscribe button here on YouTube and everything. Hit it, push it. Also, the notification yeah, sure. bell. And once again, BBB Army, we will see you guys soon. BBB Day. Thanks, Goodbye, guys. Bye.